are listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. Though located in the heart of the Silicon Valley, you will hear fervent, old-fashioned revival preaching from the pulpit of North Valley Baptist Church. It is our desire that you will be helped by this gospel message. Tonight's message is found here in the book of Jeremiah, as Pastor Bertram read, and in chapter number 22. I'd like to read it again, and if you're at home, can read it with me. Verse 29, O earth, 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 hear the word of the Lord. My message tonight is a difficult one to speak. I don't think there's a lot of encouragement in it. I don't need to know if we need a lot of encouragement tonight. God will provide encouragement as we do right before God. But I want to say to our nation, to our world, we are very obviously under the judgment hand of God. I doubt if the news media would admit that. I doubt if the modernist and compromising churches would admit that. I doubt if politicians would admit that. The average church member would not admit that. Oh, earth, 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 here. Jeremiah has been pleading with these people, just pleading with them. Get right with God, get right with God. Get right with God. But they said no, and God said, I'm going to have to send pestilence. I believe this entire situation can be arrested very quickly spiritually. Spiritually. I believe God can do something about it tonight. And I believe that we are hearing about all these things and thank God for what the medical people are doing. We are indebted to you, dear people, on the front lines, going into these hospitals and clinics and putting your lives on the front lines. We are very indebted. We pray for you. We are, we're appreciative of you. Thank you, Mr. President, Mr. Pence. Thank you, those doctors that are guiding us through and you're doing everything you can, but there is one great physician we do not want to forget, and that's God Almighty. Earth, 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 hear the word of the Lord. God has a message. Well, we don't need a message for God. Sounds like the church of the Laodicean. Because the Bible says, they say, I'm rich and increased in goods. And I have nothing, no need of anything, but God says, don't knowest thou not that thou art wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. Our sins are blasphemous to God and we are living in a blasphemous society. If you don't believe that, turn on that television. Just turn on the television and look what they have for programming. Look what they have for advertisements. We are under the judgment hand of God. This morning we're preaching, God speaking. God always speaks. He speaks to us through a beautiful sunrise, through a beautiful sunset. He speaks to us through the beautiful spring blossoms that we see everywhere. He speaks to us through a winter storm. He speaks to us through happiness and sadness and through birth and through death. He speaks to us, the Bible says, through earthquakes. 
In fact, I preached a message so many years ago, 1989, I'll remember it, when we had this major earthquake here on October the 4th, where I said God was just simply exercising his vocal cords. When Jesus comes back again and the shout, there'll be a massive earthquake this world has never seen. God speaks to us through earthquakes. We had several areas of the country this week where you never would think in the Midwest and South, they're having earthquakes there. That's a thing for California, but we haven't had one in a long time, a noticeable one. But the nations had earthquakes and the nations of the world have had earthquakes. And may I say, God gave us thunder last Sunday afternoon and lightning and we don't get thunder and lightning here. It's not a thing that's usual. I think God was just speaking California, you've lived so long like you don't need me, but you need me. Oh, 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 earth, earth, earth. Hear the word of the Lord. Are we getting to have our ears open to the word of God? God speaking to us tonight. I'm reminded in Matthew, and I'd like you to keep your hand right here. Turn with me to Matthew 24, and you know the text where we're going. As soon as I say 24, but Matthew chapter 24, and the Bible says, as he sat on verse three, the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him privately saying, tell us, when shall these things be? And what shall be the sign of thy coming, the end of the world? And he said in verse four, take heed that no man deceive you. For many shall come in my name, saying I am Christ and shall deceive many. Ye shall hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that ye be not soon troubled, be, be troubled. For all these things must come to pass but the end is not yet. For nations shall rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there shall be famines and pestilence. Pestilence is disease. God said it long before there was any disease. God said long before there was any Ebola or SARS. God said it long before there was coronavirus. God said in these last days there'll be pestilence. Why? Because God's trying to get our attention and earthquakes in divers places. Verse number 12, I think sums it all up. Because the iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. I'm very sad to say this, but I promise you now that this thing is elongating and getting longer. There will be casualties in the Christian faith and people will not be back in church when the doors open up. Oh, it may just be a percentage, but the opposite should happen. God's people that have become indifferent and casual and careless and carnal with God should say tonight, God's speaking to me. I must get right to God with God. And when those doors open up, Sunday school, I'll be there. Sunday morning, I'll be there. Sunday night, I'll be there. Wednesday night, I'll be there. Prayer meeting, I'll be there. Take your Bibles, go back to Jeremiah, and when you back it up to chapter 18, in chapter 18, Chapter number 18, and the Bible says this in verse number eight. Verse number six says, O house of Israel, cannot I do with you as the potter? And that was the vessel that was marred and you had to break it and start again. Verse number eight, if that nation whom against, against whom I pronounced turn from their evil, turn from their evil, Good exercise this week would be for you if you would read the book of Jeremiah. I think there's 54 chapters if I remember. If you read Jeremiah, you'll find the word turn or return 98 times. 
God was pleading with these people, get right with me. And now he pleads with the entire earth, not just, not just Judah and not just Jerusalem. Oh, not Israel, just but the whole earth. Oh, earth, earth, earth. Hear my voice. Isn't this amazing? The whole earth is under this coronavirus. I don't know if this is true. I, I, someone told me that America now leads the way. But America also leads the way. We are the number one abortionist country in the world. And America believes we could slaughter over 2,000 babies a day and get away with it. But God's eye is on America. We have defied our God. We don't pray in our schools. And that, not just simply public schools, I think most Christian schools, that's a thing of the past. Thank God for the few that are doing it right. Notice in chapter number 18, verse number 13, thus, thus saith the Lord, ask now among the heathen. He said, I want you to get right. Look at verse number 15, because my people have forgotten me. You're in judgment because my people have forgotten me. We are redefining marriage and think it's okay. And God has to get on our program. In fact, we don't need God on our program because we're living, living as if there is no God. Turn with me to chapter 21, please. In chapter number 21. And I want you to see in verse number two, the Bible says, hear the word of the Lord, O King of Judah, thou that sittest upon the throne of David, thou and thy servants and thy people that enter into these gates. Verse five, but if he will not hear, I don't want to hear you, God. And news media, how long are you going to live? Said, I don't want to hear from God. And all the social media, I don't want to hear from God. Let's silence God. And our churches become so, so indifferent. We, are, have, we have our churches closed more than the, they're open during church time. Some folks are alarmed that right now you can't go to church. That's no big deal for most people. They only go for about 40 minutes Sunday morning, that's it. Sunday night, the big buildings sit empty. Wednesday night, the buildings sit empty. The rest of the time, they have a little social once in a while. That's about it. America, I'm pleading with you. I'm pleading, oh, earth, 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 oh, America, all 50 states. Can we get right with God? And God says, you're not gonna hear my words. I swear by myself, saith the Lord, that this house shall become a desolation. America, we can get whatever uh, ever, uh, 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 medicine we want to get, but God is the answer for America right now for this world. Oh, earth, 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 I have before me. This is not new what we're facing. The smallpox outbreak, 56 million died with smallpox. Black death, 200 million people. This is all pestilence. Died with black death. The great plague of London, 100,000. The Italian plague, 1 million. The cholera plague, uh, plague, 1 million. The third plague, what they talk about in 1885, was 12 million souls. Yellow fever in the United States between 100 and 150,000 people. The big Spanish flu in 1918 worldwide, somewhere between 40 and 50 million people died. The Asian flu, 
1.1 in my lifetime. The Hong Kong flu in my lifetime, 1 million. Swine flu, 200,000. Ebola, 11,000. And now we have this called coronavirus. I missed one because when I pastored, when I came here 44 years ago, 1976, this hadn't begun, this disease, but it's a virus. And the virus is called HIV. And we're somewhere between 25 and 35 million people dead because of HIV. No, I'm not hate speech. No, I'm not being unkind. Ladies and gentlemen, if we don't turn back to God, it's not gonna get better. And in time, it's gonna get worse. God allows these things to try to get our attention. Here he says, oh earth, oh earth, oh earth. Why do plagues like this come? Because of pastors. Look at chapter 23. Woe be to the pastors. And he was talking that word pastors, that word that deals with shepherds. And there were people, not just religious leaders, but they were even kings were considered a pastor, a shepherd. Woe to the pastors. We'll use a New Testament word, pastors, that destroy and scatter my sheep, but my pastor saith the Lord. Therefore, thus saith the Lord of God against the shepherds that feed my flock. I'm against you. I'm against you. God says, I don't like what you're doing. Not only the pastors, but I want you to notice the prophets and the priests, verse 11. Both prophet and priest have profaned. Yea, in my house I have found wickedness. I have found their wickedness, saith the Lord. Religious leaders, pastors and Sunday school teachers and bus workers and, and deacons and godly saints of God that serve the King of Kings. And, and if we're not careful, we, we have defiled God and we think we can get away from it. We profaned his house. God says, I can't, I can't look up, I can't turn away. I just can't, I can't just sort of sweep it under the carpet, Pastor. Pastor, you have so much to do right now. This is not vacation time. I hope you feel like our pastors do here. We're worn out. Prayer is hard work. And we're calling out before God and I'm calling upon the pastors of our church and the pastors of this nation and the pastors of the world. This, this is serious business now. It's growing on us. This virus is growing. It's impacting. It's moving across our nation and around the world. And people are dying. And I heard that they're carrying them in, in body bags and putting them on trucks and vehicles. I heard that some have had to say goodbye to their wife or husband and not allowed in the room. Not even by their side in those last moments. How sad it is for the, these dear people that are suffering. But I want you to know Pastor, you have a job right now more than ever. You have a job to pray and seek the face of God. And we need to be called out the member's name before the throne of grace and the boys and girls before the throne of grace and high school seniors before the throne of grace and college seniors that are going off to serve God and students along the way and widows and widowers and the elderly and the sick and the infirm and our military and our people, our church, all in medical fields and on and on it goes how our church depends on us right now. We have a job, pastors. We have a job, prophets and priests. Chapter 23, 
and verse number 27. Verse 26 says, how long shall this be in thy heart of the prophets that prophesy lies? Verse 27, which think to cause my people to forget my name. Pastors are involved right now in this world in judgment. Pastors, we become careless. And prophets and priests, we become careless. And the people of God, we become careless. Chapter number 23 and verse 10, here's how we're careless. Verse 10, the land is full of adulterers, swearing, the land mourneth. I heard a little child this week in a neighborhood, probably a seven-year-old, just swearing, swearing, swearing from a good home, a mother and a father, not a Christian home. They claim to be Christians, not members here. We are living in a day where we, we, we need preachers. And by the way, chapter 25, God is still sending preachers. Look what he says in 25, verse number four. The Lord has sent unto you his servants, prophets rising early, sending them, but ye have not hearkened unto them or inclined your ear to hear them. Turn ye again now, everyone, from his evil way. And verse six, and go not after the other gods. And verse seven, ye have not hearkened unto me, saith the Lord. The Bible says in verse eight, thus saith the Lord of hosts, because ye have not hearkened to my words, behold, I will send and take. And God says there's gonna be judgment. Look at chapter number 26. Stand in the court where we began. He said, I want you to cry out. And verse three, if they won't hearken, and there that word is, turn every man from his evil way, which I may repent me of the evil which I purpose to do to them because the evil of their doings. This is not God being mean to man. This is man saying, God, I will not obey you. And God says, consequently, I must get your attention. Thou shalt say unto them, thus saith the Lord, if you will not hearken to me and walk in my law, which I set before you, to hearken to the words of my servants, the prophets whom I have sent unto you, rise up early and send to them, but ye have not hearkened, then will I make this house like Shiloh. Notice what the Bible says in verse number eight, and it came to pass when Jeremiah had made an end of speaking, that the Lord commanded him to speak all the words to the people and prophets, and the people took him, saying, thou shalt surely die. We don't want your words. We don't want what you have to say. We don't want anything to do with you. We want to do our own thing. We want to live like we want to live. We want to, we want to run to the beat of our own drum. Go back to chapter 21. I'll try to wrap it up here. 21.6. I will smite the inhabitants of this city, both man and beast. They shall die of great, there's that word again, pestilence. That's deadly, infectious disease. Afterwards saith the Lord, I will deliver Zedekiah, king of Judah, and his servants to the people which are left in this city from the pestilence. And verse number nine, and he that abideth in this city shall die by the sword and by the famine uh, and by the pestilence. Oh, earth, 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 we are under the judgment hand of God. God's dealing with us. Can you hear God? I wondered if this was gonna become longer. Because I haven't seen a breaking in America yet in the last two weeks. It seemed like when 9-11 came, 
They said church attendance that next Sunday in the nation was up 25%. And I can tell you the churches are filled and we were on, the, on our knees at the invitation, fall on our knees before God. We had never been attacked from within, from an outside source, from another country. We were attacked and the nation, God's people, we got real serious about this thing of God. But I wanna tell you something, we've cooled off. We're poor, we're, make, we're naked, we're miserable, we're blind. And we think we're okay. And I, pastor, I believe in my estimation, the greatest church in the world. But we better wake up real fast. We better wake up to the fact that God's trying to deal with us. And God's judging us in the judgment hand of God. He says, earth, 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 will you wake up? William Wood, and this is, I guess, about maybe 90, 100 years ago, was an infidel. Maybe a little bit longer than 100 years ago. There was a revival in the town. They set up a, 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 an arbor and a meeting place and people were coming. They came every night and the preacher would preach. William Wood would attend those riot revivals and as people would walk up, he'd blaspheme and he'd curse and he'd make fun of God. The preacher was preaching and he'd, he'd try to ridicule and try to disturb and the meeting went on and the next Sunday is still out there ridiculing and that Sunday, excuse me, that Saturday before it, he handed the preacher a note on Sunday. And he said, I have ridiculed God. And I ridiculed the people of God. Whether you believe it or not, it's a story that actually took place. Because a man by the name of William Wood had a tongue that on Saturday night became paralyzed and he could no longer speak. And he wrote this to the preacher, and I quote his words, I now believe there is a hell, and I'm doomed for it. And he said, please read it. When he read it, that church, that area, had revival like they had never seen before. You say, well, yeah, but I don't, I don't see that God does that every time. The wheels of God's judgment run slow. Jer uh, Joel chapter three, verse 19. God said in those last days, he said, I am gonna pour my wrath, listen to me, on Egypt. Why? Because in Moses' day, they tormented Egypt. Egypt tormented God's people. And he said, now I've waited these thousands of years, but I'm gonna deal with you, Egypt. I'm gonna deal with you, Egypt. We think that God's asleep because we get away with things, but God is dealing with us. Oh, earth, earth, earth. When will we repent? When will we turn? Bow with me in prayer, please. Father, it would be so easy if we would just break before the dads, mothers, grandparents, children, young and old, the unsaved would break and realize I need a savior. The saved would break. I, Lord, I'd like to preach the message to try to encourage today. This morning I preached that God, you still wanna to speak to us. I don't know why you'd want to, but you do. And I'm so very grateful that tonight, Lord, we are 
We're going to have to get serious as your people. God, we're going to have to repent and humble ourselves. God, even in the ministry, there's so much pride. Keep, keep, keep it before my eyes, Lord, when I walk in pride. Open my eyes to my pride. Lord, you don't deserve my life to be filled with pride and arrogancy. God, there's none beside thee. But oh, dear God, I'm just praying tonight that there be a revival in America. God, may there be a story to bring us back to thee. Forgive us, God, we have sinned and transgressed thee so terribly. We flaunt our sin in your face. We redefine marriage. We redefine the home. We redefine righteousness. And, and we, with our evil, call that right. Do we call righteousness wrong? We take little babies and abuse them and slaughter their little bodies. God, wake us up. Wake us up, please, Lord, before it's too late. And I pray for these that suffer worldwide with this judgment. For God, we realize your word says the rain falls on the just and the unjust. Some that suffer are, are godless people, but some and many undoubtedly are God-fearing people. And families are brokenhearted. And people suffer. God, may you get our attention, please. And we repent and bow the knee to thee and humble ourselves and confess our sins. Lord, as I read that text, oh, earth, 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 hear the voice of God. May we hear and act upon it this week. For I pray this prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Listener, friends, I can tell you I love you. I know our church loves you. And if you're without Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, even on our website in various languages, we can show you how to be born again in English and other languages as well. And to be born again means I recognize I'm a sinner. I was born that way, a sinner. It's been passed upon me. I'm a sinner. No one had to teach me how to do wrong. I'm a sinner. But Jesus Christ came and he died on the cross for sinners. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which is lost. And Jesus came some 2,000 plus years ago seeking you and seeking me. And he said, I'm not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. God loves you. Turn to him. If you need help in understanding that, you can call our office. It's on the website there, but I can tell you tonight, right now it's an easy number, 408-9, and a one at the end and all eights in between, 9888881. We want to help you with that. We want to talk to you about salvation. Thank you for listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. For more information about our ministry or to find out how to get in contact with us, visit our website at nvbc.org. May God bless you as you serve Him this week.